Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. I'm super excited today to talk about building our trust online. It's 2022, at least the year we're recording this episode. Maybe you're in podcast land and listening down the road, but how people view us online, it is so important. It's the way of the future. And as customers, you've done this. I've done this. Our potential customers, they're going to do this. They're going to look us up online if they're competent, if they're discerning, and they're going to make decisions based off of what they see or don't see. And so to help us unpack how we can improve our digital footprints and building trust online, our good friend Chris Hollis from the Peer Marketing team is here to join us on today's program. Before we dive into details of how you can take your business to the next level online, I want to say thank you to today's show sponsor, and that's our friends at Jobber. Jobber is a CRM, which means Customer Relationship Manager, and it's the one I've personally used now since the summer of 2019. And so I use Jobber, guys, to do all of my billing. I just send out the invoice. Well, before I even do that, if I need to send out a quote, proposal, bid, I send it out in Jobber. The customer reviews that. They say, let's rock and roll. I then send an invoice through Jobber and the customer can open it. They can hit pay, pay with the card on file if they have a card on file. And just like that, easy peasy, I just got paid. It is transformative to cash flow when you're not waiting on the old check in the mail. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to that mailbox, Mr. Producer, stuck that key in, turn to the right open the mailbox just to get a bunch of junk mail and uh, discounts at fast food restaurants that I should not be eating at. But no longer with Jobber, I can get paid faster. And it's just not a billing uh, system, although it is phenomenal with billing. Jobber also helps us guys to organize our business by uh, really organizing our communication with our customers, whether it's a text or an email, uh, we can really automate things and it creates a professional um, seamless experience for our customer as well, because what they receive from us is we're going to talk today. It's trustworthy. It's professional. It makes us look larger than life. And you can try out Jobber for free guys for 14 days. All you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul. They're offering a free 14-day trial, and if you decide you want to uh, go ahead and sign up with the CRM Jobber, they'll also hook you up with 20% off if you're a Green Tree Podcast listener. 
just click on the link in today's show notes. So big thank you to Jobber. Well, Chris, I appreciate you uh, joining us back on the show today. You always provide so much value in that iron sharpened iron, man. You challenge me to be a better marketer and to really think about my digital footprints, building trust online. So how do you build trust online? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there's, there's no excuse for not having a great service. So if you have issues with communicating and getting the job done right the first time, all that kind of stuff, you got to fix that first. You know, like if you're not doing great work, then there's no online work that you can do to fix it. You, know, you gotta, you gotta start at the, at the foundation first, but if you're doing that, you're working hard and you're doing it well and you're building trust with clients, then you can start to build that tour trust online as well. And so one of the first things I say is you need to get a good website um, because you need somewhere or somewhere that someone can find you, someone can share, you know, uh, a good experience they had with you, um, leaving a good Google review, you know, all this, all those things really matter. Um, but if you don't have a website, you don't have anywhere to host all that stuff. So the first thing you got to do is build, build a good website. Um, and then everything after that, when it comes to how you brand your business, when it comes to how you communicate with clients, all that needs to be completely cohesive and you need to be, you need to be on the same page all the time. And so your employees need to be up to date with what, you know, how you want to be perceived online and in person, the same, um, the same reputation that you're building with your clients, you know, door to door as you're servicing them, uh, needs to be the same way you portray yourself online. And so your language needs to be the same. So you need to be really picky about what you put on your website. You need to be really picky on how you respond in emails. You need to be really picky on what language, like what language you use and the definition of that language. So what I see a lot is people will use the same words and mean and mean two totally different things. Mm. So, you know, when we say we're going to be there at five o'clock, well, we need to be there at five o'clock, not five ten, not five thirty. Like you need to build the trust that you're going to, you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And then after that, you're just massaging relationships online as you go. And so if you have a great interaction with a customer at their home or at their property or at their business, then a great thing you can do is ask me, Hey, could you please, you know, I, I really appreciate that, you know, you used our service and I really appreciate that, you know, we could be able to do good work for you. Would you please go online leave us a Google review or Facebook review and just tell other people that you had a good experience as well. And that's starting to massage that online reputation. You know, Google reviews are a big part of that. Uh, the aesthetic of your website is a big part of that. So yeah, like you just have to con continue to massage those relationships and be very consistent. Back to Google reviews. I was just on a, a call with a guy last night. This guy's going to crush it in his business because he was, he's in year one. He's doing a coaching call with me. He's like, teach me to do everything right, Paul. Sh show me the ropes. And he's starting from scratch, but he wants to build a good foundation. So I told him, you need to be on Google My Business. Right now he has no no Google My Business listing and obviously has no reviews. He's, he's starting from nothing. So Talk to somebody who doesn't even have a Google My Business listing. How do you get one? How do you get established? Because he was stunned. He's like, well, how much is that going to cost me? It's like, mm -hmm. free, dude. It's free. <laughs> just it's uh, free. Walk, walk us through someone who's just starting is like, you guys talk about getting reviews. Like, how, how do you even build that infrastructure? Yeah. So a big part of that in the early days is just client. 
And so if they say, thank you so much, you did great work. really appreciate you guys who work super hard. Be like, oh man, that's great. Could you please leave us a Google review? It really help us out. In the early days, you just need to start getting that that language, you know, get used to saying that a lot and people want to help you. Don't feel like you're asking them to do too much. You know, they're excited. They're happy. And the best time to get those reviews is when people are happy because you want to leave, you know, four and five star reviews. Um, once you start to build a clientele, so that's if you're, you know, two, three months in and let's say you've got 30 properties, then we suggest about once every three to six months to send an email blast to all your customers like, hey, if you if you really love what we do, we really love serving you. If you would help us out, just click this link and go to our Google My Business page and leave us a review. You have to have a Google My Business page these days. And again, it's another great option for marketing because it's free. Um, you just have to go online and sign up for it. You just need to create a Gmail account to sign it up for. It's real basic information. They just want your phone number, email address, you know, your business address. They'll send a letter to your uh, business address and that's how you verify it. It usually takes about two weeks for it to arrive, Uh, but you got to do it because that little bar on the side, when you start searching on Google means a lot to consumers. It means a lot because that's where they're going to see your first initial, that's your first initial interaction. They're going to see a couple photos. They're going to see your business name, your location. And most importantly, they're going to see you know, what reviews other people are leaving for. So last time I was on the show, we talked about, you know, I never buy anything on Amazon without looking at the reviews first. People do the same thing when they sign up for lawn care, tree services. If they're going to spend a substantial amount of money, they're going to make sure they're making good investments. And so you've got to have that Google My Business page and you need to push people to it. And then over a longer period of time, maybe you're making a little bit more revenue. You can start to automate the process. And so uh, we partner with a company called Nice Job and they do great work. They're great people. And you can connect uh, Nice Job to QuickBooks. You can connect it to Jobber. And every time you complete a job, it'll automatically send a request to that client asking them to leave a review. And so that's another great way to automate the process. You know, if you really start cooking out a ton of leads, if you got a couple teams out there and you're not on every property seeing every client all the time, then that's a great way to just initiate the conversation and it'll send a couple of reminders. And then I think it goes on like a six month cool down. If they don't leave one, it sends like three or four emails and then it they're really purposeful and not spamming people. So don't feel like you're just going to hound your clients with more and more emails. Like it's a really, it's a really good program. Um, but yeah, you got to push Google reviews. If you can get, 30, 40, 50 of them, it's really going to help your online reputation a ton. Yeah. Cause the people that get mad, they'll, you don't have to ask them. They'll leave a review. I'm looking at oh, trifecta yeah, landscaping right now. You guys yeah, have a hundred somewhere to leave your review. You, you guys have 116 reviews for trifecta landscaping. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm reading the one, someone just dropped you a two out of five stars. And uh, Amaria Bryant, man, she ripped into you Please guys. Tell me what it says. You sure you want me to read this in front of the world? Uh, Here we go. There's a hundred other ones that are five stars. So go ahead. Yeah, you, you guys are you guys are 4.7 out of five with 116 reviews. But Amara Bryant, my husband and I were looking to get some landscaping done in our front yard. Uh, hold on a second. When we contacted Trifecta, they were quick to respond and set us up to get a quote the next week. So far, so good. How do we get to two stars? The guy that came to our home didn't real didn't really seem too interested in what we wanted done. He didn't walk around our yard with us to get a good idea of how things could be improved. Then he sent us a quote to have one bush trimmed after we told him we wanted everything done. Definitely not the type of company we want to do business with. 
two star review. Yeah. Doc, so can you look so in your system you, and find out what sales rep went out to do that quote and who sent the quote? Exactly. So yeah, we have a way to track. Alex, I hope that sales. wasn't you, boy. I hope that wasn't <laughs> Alex Kirby, man. Oh man. Yeah, we better um, not tell him about this episode. No, I don't I don't yeah. think uh I don't think that was him. But then you followed up with old Kelly Hansen. Five out of five. Thank you very much for your assistance with my project. I was very relieved to have the work done well and promptly. You saved me time and money. Also, the staff member whom I dealt was courteous and responsive. Top-notch, exclamation mark, five-star review. Victoria, I'll read one more just, just so Alex doesn't call hey. me. <laughs> I hope he's still listening. Uh, Linda Sweet. Hey, guys, go look at the Green Industry Podcast, man. We get five stars and then we get one stars. It, 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 you can't uh, please everyone. Linda Sweet. Linda Sweer is the best part of trifecta landscaping. She responds to inquiries promptly and thoroughly and sends all invoices and paperwork to us via email, which is extremely convenient. Jay was also very professional and helpful. Man, she wrote a book. I'll just read one more sentence. When he came to give us our initial quote, we were thankful to have found a reliable lawn care company. That's a fair price. Um, that is a five-star review from Victoria. Victoria Green. Yeah. So 116, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. And so you can see that there's the cases where you can't please everybody. Right. But to help build that reputation, you have to take the negative one seriously. And so the best thing you can do is you can follow up and say, Hey, I want to know more about what happened. I want to see, you know, I'm going to track this down and get some details about, you know, why we didn't serve you the way that you expected, et cetera, et cetera. And those can have a couple of outcomes. Like it can be that some people just are hard to please. Right. And the other can be that we really did mess up and we need to fix it. And hopefully, you know, if you, if you follow it through and, you know, and push to aim to serve your clients really well, then if you can make it all right and they're happy and say, Hey, I appreciate you leaving the review and, make, and letting us know that, you know that there was a problem. I'm glad that we could resolve it. Would you mind, you know, I'm going to make a follow-up post to it. Would you mind changing it? If not, it's totally fine. But all that builds toward reputation. So just because someone leaves you one bad review doesn't mean that you can't uh, recover the relationship and how you respond and how you um, become better after a bad review says a lot about your company too. And so in those Google reviews, you can leave a reply and remember that everyone will see that reply. And so if you did have a beef with a client and they're just out to get you, it's not going to service you to go on there and ram your client back for being a jerk or for being um, unappreciative or whatever it is. Like it's not going to help you. Uh, negativity breeds negativity. Mm. And so as long as you can be the positive voice you know, over and over and over through the turmoil, through the adversity, being a small business owner is not easy. And we knew that when we signed up. So you just got to keep pushing through, continue to be professional, rise above what's expected of people, especially in our industry of being, you know, just a chuck in a truck or, a, you know, sometimes even a hothead, you got to be above that. And so even if you did leave that, that one bad review, if it's one out of 30, if you respond well, then the other people who see that review and read it and then read your response will say, oh, they're pretty level-headed. So maybe, yeah, you got one person who was hard to please, but you can still recover that if you respond well. And all that's part of your reputation. Yeah, and I noticed you guys yeah. respond to the positive ones as well. Kimberly Bagley here. 
Uh, I love working with the guys from Trifecta. They're professional and prompt, but extremely responsive. If I need anything, my yard looks great. Highly recommend them. Five out of five, Kimberly Bagley. And then you, not you personally, but somebody responded. It says response from owner. Um, thank you, Kimberly. Your support means the world to us. So, Yeah, just anytime you can interact with a client, it's just going to continue to breed positive vibes between your company, the leadership in your company, and your clientele. And so any opportunity that you have to do that, you need, you need to just go ahead and do it. It takes very little time. You know, if you do it, even if you don't have to respond immediately, it's not like you have to sit on your phone and wait for a Google review to come in. Um, but maybe once every 15, 30 days, just set aside 20 minutes to go online. You know, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're doing invoice, but oh, I want, I need to go and respond to some Google reviews and just let people know. I appreciate that they took the time to do this and it just continues to breed more and more relationship. And so, you know, we talked about how, branding and marketing and all those things, it's really just you creating trust between you and the people that you're trying to service. The more you can do that, the more of a reputation you have for that. I've seen people absolutely lose their businesses because they just couldn't keep their professional emotions intact. You know, if someone left them a bad review, they would scald them or they would talk about them or they would, you know, create some Facebook post saying this lady did da 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 said this about me. Da, da, I, I do the best work. I'm like, it doesn't matter if you do the best work, if you look like a jerk, like nobody wants to work with a jerk and nobody wants to work with somebody who just even looks unprofessional. And so you need to continue to build that trust, even if people poke you a little bit. Remember how the riding mower was such a game changer? That's what Roll by ADP is going to be for the payroll business. It's a chat-based payroll app built for small business owners like you. Roll makes payroll ridiculously easy, and you can do it anywhere, anytime. And it makes onboarding for new hires smoother than a freshly cut hedge. Roll lets employees and contractors submit employment forms, enroll in direct deposit, and more, saving you valuable time. Roll was designed for those who'd rather be outside working than stuck in an office. It calculates, withholds, and files taxes for you while letting you manage payroll from anywhere. And because it's a mobile payroll app, going digital will remove those boxes of papers in the trunk of your car. Ready to get rolled for your business? Green Industry Podcast listeners get their first three months free. Visit GetRoll.com slash Green Industry to get started. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. 
Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. You got to be, you got to rise above it. And something, Chris, that one of my mentors um, shared with me, because it was really hard when I got my first uh, negative feedback publicly back, back in the day. And they said something really hard to me. This person's, um, we'll just say much, uh, bigger reputation than me, 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 much more influential person than me. And he said, what I would do is look at their, their negative, their negative review or whatever, and, uh, see if there's actually any truth in what they said. He's like, I understand the spirit behind what they said was just, they just let, you know, let me have it. We're negative and nasty and rude and, and, um, unprofessional language and all, all that stuff. It was like, if you can get past the, um, all that nonsense of the, they just had it out to say something negative, but was there anything truthful in what they said? Maybe only 1% of it's truthful, but we can learn from that. And so, you know, we, that doesn't repeat itself again. And, and whatever the customer's complaint was, we just internally address it and work on it and ask the guy, Hey, why didn't you walk the property to, to get, how did you know without walking the property, what to give the quote and just, you know, make the adjustment um, internally of whatever they said that was truthful. Cause there's probably some, there's probably some, maybe it's a little bit of truth and then a whole bunch of um, foolishness, but work on whatever they said that we could do better. And like you said, don't, don't clap back. Don't fight back. Don't, just let it go. You know, I mean, I had a guy call me from California, all bent out of shape because he had a customer leave him a nasty, nasty, nasty review. And unfortunately, this guy only has, Chris, like six or seven um, mm. reviews. So and then there's one really bad one. So he he was all bent out of shape. Yeah. And I said, man, I could tell he's losing sleep about it. He's all bent out of shape. And what happened was and, and guys listening to me, listen carefully. This happens to all of us, but but it shouldn't. He bit off more Nika Chu. It's the spring rush. He's trying his best and he just neglected. It was his fault. He, 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 um, he didn't, uh, I don't want to sit here and say what he did, but he, he didn't do what he said he was going to do promptly. And, and he, and the customer said, hey, are you going to do it? Are you gonna, oh, God, and it just never got around to it. And then the guy just lost it. Yeah. And so yeah, if you, go ahead. Yeah. If, if you, 
so so time tends to breed a little bit of negativity too. And a lot of this is just human nature. And so we, we talk about how marketing, a lot of this is strategy, but up against psychology. Uh, what's going to trigger really well with a client? And you know, the longer a period of time there is between the initial conversation or the initial request for services, if there's, you know, four or five days between the time they called you and the time you get back into your voicemails and call them back. It's a long time. And so, you know, and they're expecting your call within 12 to 24 hours. Um, and so, yeah, they're always going to leave you a review when they're mad. Like if they're gonna leave you a negative review, they're doing it immediately when they're the most frustrated. And so when you, when you read review, especially about services, it's really good to have some discernment. Like you're talking about Paul of, yeah. okay, well, how much of this is just straight up rage and how much of this is factual and of what's factual, what I can, you know, what I can determine to be believable, how much of that is inflated by emotion. Mm-hmm. And you can't count on that from your consumer, right? You can't mm-hmm. count on that from a client. You can't count on that from someone who's looking for your service and hasn't committed to you yet. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's just best to avoid that situation if yep. at all possible. So yeah. when you do get a bad review, you really, you need to take it seriously. Like even if it's something that you don't really think is a big deal. We've had a couple of situations over the years at Trifecta where we got a bad review or a bad phone call. And we're like, I don't think there's any truth to this, but the more we investigate it, we're like actually there, there is some truth to this and we really need to address it. And that's honestly a blessing to your company. Um, if you have issues that you don't see and a client finds it, or an employee finds it, or maybe an employee exploits it, then you have the opportunity then to correct it. And you can do that gracefully. Uh, Maybe it means you have a bad employee you need to get rid of. Uh, Maybe it just means you need to have a certain conversation with somebody, or maybe you can have a really graceful conversation because they didn't know what the procedure was and they just screwed up. But anytime that there's a bad review, investigate it, see if there's some legitimacy to it, and then try to mend that relationship. And then sometimes you do just have to cut your losses. You know, sometimes you get stuck in a bad job with somebody, you get stuck with somebody who's had, you know, eight lawn care companies work on their property in the last two years, and they're just impossible to please. You know, we've all seen those people. We all know those people. And, you know, we just, we all have to deal with it. And that's just part of running a business. You're going to find hard clients. Um, but the, the most amount of grace that you can have, the most amount of forgiveness that you can carry is only going to help you. It can't hurt you. And then just having discernment. Is this really a true statement that they left in review or is it not? Is it, if it's positive, great. If it's not, investigate it. And it's just an easy, you know, policy to uphold. You know, if it's, if it's bad, just go look into it. Yeah. And I told this yeah. young this young buck, he brand new in business, young kid, and he's all bent out of shape about it. And I explained to him, like, if you go to Dave Ramsey, just like Dave Ramsey's podcast, he's got a bunch of one, one star reviews, but his shows an all-star show. The audio is incredible. Of course, I, I, I like the content of what he says and it's transformed my life. It's helped me. I'm, I'm, I get, I'll give him a five-star review all day, but He's so credible, but what happens when you look at it, even someone like that, who's got a thousand people work for working for them and they care about customer support and all this stuff, you know, they still are batting like 80, 90% five stars. And then, and then you still got 10% or so one stars. And it actually makes you trust it more because if you just see something that's pure five stars and no one ever said anything negative, but there's not a large volume, you wonder, did they go get like their cousin and, and old Pookie, you know, get, get paid Pookie a hundred bucks to leave him a review or whatever. You you don't even know if you trust that. And so I told this young man, I said, listen, man, you got one, one star review. The guy left a 
I mean, got to give him some credit. He's kind of clever with how he how he wrote all his, uh, you know, cuss words. It was, it was pretty animated. <laughs> but um, I was like, just go out and now can get good reviews. And I'll, oh, man, Chris, I, I, I remember when I wrote this book, Cut That Grass, Make That Cash, my very, very, yeah, very first book. I sat at my kitchen table like every morning, man. I wasn't that great of a student in English class or whatever. And I'm, I'm sitting there pouring my heart out, sharing my story. Like it's my, my story. Like, you know, being in a 1997 Honda Accord with a weed eater sticking out the window and a blower. I was like, I thought people would be so inspired and love my journey. And, and I'm being transparent and vulnerable and humble and honest. And, and, you know, I'm not doing the highlight reel thing. I'm, I'm showing like the low light. My book was like my low lights and the, struggles you know what i mean and i got my first negative review on that oh man that like emotionally it might have been like three days where i was just like oh man it, it hurt but that's when yeah. i i reached out to my friends and family and, and and the people that i knew were reading the book and just like hey could you do me a solid and please leave a rating and review and, and most of them didn't makes me mad but some of them <laughs> did and if you did thank you guys it, it meant the world to me and then it balanced it out where it was like okay now we're at 90% positive people writing really things. And this guy that wrote something mean, you know, honestly, he's probably just jealous or envious that I wrote a book and he's, you know, in the basement while playing video games. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's really real. And, uh, a lot of times it's people who they thought they were buying something and they got something else. And so they, they feel disappointed because they misread the title or they misread, you know, the intro or whatever. It's like yeah. cut yeah. that grass and make that cash. What do you think it's yeah. about? <laughs> it's my lawn care story, man. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, um, it's super important, you know, like, and I don't think this is your case. So don't, don't hear me when I, when I say this, that I'm talking about you, Paul, I think you did a great job with that book. Um, but a lot of us are guilty of not properly communicating what it is that we do or what it is that we serve. And so, uh, I was talking to a guy a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they run a furt company, but they don't mow and they don't do maintenance. And they get calls all the time for doing maintenance and for doing this and that when they only specialize in furt. And so they're really, really good at furt. But, you know, they get so many leads about mowing and stuff that they're like, that's not what we do. Um, so I was like, well, let's go through you like your, your website and everything. Let's just make sure that we're communicating that you're not a mowing company that you specialize in fertilization. And sure enough, <clears throat> the website looked a lot like a lawn care company website. Mm. You know, um, I think they used the term like uh, lawn services or something like that. And I told him, I was like, that's a really popular mowing term to a consumer. And so I was like, you just need to kind of like re-massage this website to make it look like fertilization. And it just needs to scream fertilization. Um and so that's kind of, that's, we haven't, we haven't made any moves on that yet, but um, yeah, you just need to really properly communicate as much as you can. Over communication is, is if it feels like you're exhausting, you know, the conversation a lot when you over communicate, but you just have to be very clear about what you do and what you don't do. Um, I can't tell you how many people have emailed us or called us at Pure Marketing asking for something like, you know, music production or some like random thing. I'm like, does it say that we do anything like that on our website at all? And no, it doesn't. But sometimes people just think you can do this thing because you do this thing and, you know, they don't read the fine print. Um, and so that's, and that's not necessarily, that's not your fault. Like as a company, that's not your fault. If people assume you do something that you don't, but you want to make sure you communicate as clear as you can, what you do and what you don't do. Cause it goes again to your reputation because you're setting, so, if it doesn't communicate well, or you're, you're using terms that make sense for you, but not for your client or for your potential client, 
and they get confused, then you're asking for a little bit of negativity. So yeah. you just have to be hyper aware of you know the psychology of how people are going to interpret this, not necessarily what it means, but how will they interpret it. Yeah. And the other thing I think builds trust, in my opinion, is the volume. So when I look at Trifecta, for example, and I see 116 reviews, and if I'm obviously in Georgia, so if I was in the, the Irma, um, Columbia area, and I actually typed in lawn care near me or, or landscaping near me, and you guys pop up and you have 116 reviews and, you, you know, the other guys have 12 reviews or 42 reviews or five reviews, you automatically, it's not even the 4.7 stars. It's like they're going to, this is how we're trained as consumers. They're going to gravitate towards the larger amount of reviews. And when they see 116 verse three, five or 20, you automatically, I feel like have the credibility. And then when they see 4.7, you know, maybe they'll read the one complaint, but they'll see more. So I, I think that's huge. And as at the green industry podcast, I mean, we're at 321 Apple podcast reviews. Um, the book, you know, has over a hundred reviews. And so it's something, you know, that I'm trying to beef that up. Cause I feel like if that social proof number is higher and most of them are quality, the psychology of, of us as consumers that carries so much weight. What would you say about the, the, the quantity? The quantity is definitely part of it. You know, like, if, if I have just one friend tell you that I'm worth hiring, that's great. You know, word of mouth is great and it still works. If I have 50 friends tell you that you should hire me, you're gonna be like, okay, obviously I need to hire this person. And that's exactly what Google reviews are. Google reviews are the handshake of the internet now. You know, like if your website is your, is, your, is your first interaction. Your Google reviews are your, well, like your word of mouth, you know, first interaction handshake moment. And so if you have a quantity of reviews and they're and they're vastly positive, then people are going to automatically instill some level of trust in you, which is a leg up on someone that they don't have any trust with. And so if you can, again, just continue to massage that, continue to get in front of your client and say, can you please leave me a review? Send an email once every three months, six months to remind them if they haven't done it already. And then keep track of who you have emailed because, you know, they can only leave one, one review. So if you send mm-hmm. it to, you know, everybody all the time, like I've already done it. Again, yeah, that's good. A little bit of negativity. So yeah, you need to build quantity. So free tip there. If you're just starting out, if you don't have any, if you got like four or five, then urge your friends and family to just go ahead and leave your review. And they don't need to lie about it. You know, if they're not your client, they don't have to lie about it and say, Hey, I've known this guy a long time. He's a great guy, full of integrity and full of honesty. He's going to take care of you. And he really cares about what he does. And he's really good at it. That's hundred percent truthful. It gives you a positive review. It builds trust with you know, future clients and you remain hundred percent with your integrity when you do it. Um, what you don't want to do is tell people to go, you know, copy and paste this message on a review. Yeah, Cause if I see that yeah. review, you know, it, it, I see it a lot of times in pop-up products, uh, brand new websites or brand new, um, especially e-commerce stuff. You go on Amazon and they basically copy and paste the review and they get, you know, 40 people to do it and they've given them 10 bucks to do it or whatever. And you lose a lot of integrity because people who read the reviews are going to read through that stuff. And so just ask people to be honest and um, ask them to be positive. If you don't have a good relationship with somebody, don't ask them to leave your review. You know, we're, we stay pretty picky too. Like if you have a bad interaction with a client, that's probably someone you don't want to ask to leave a review because um, they're probably going to do it anyway, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, like quantity and quality, 
make all the difference when it comes to your online reputation. And so just continue to massage it. It is important. It's super important. Uh, I would urge you to not let it pass you by, especially in the early days when you're just starting to get kicked up. And, you know, if you only got five or six, you really got to push that up. And it's really going to help your business. Yeah. And the guy I did the coaching call with last night, and again, this guy is going to be a rock star because he's asking all the questions that I didn't ask when I was starting. He's, he's basically saying, hey, I'm I'm in year one. I want to build the right foundation. You tell me what to do, Paul. He's like, and I will do it. And uh, so he has zero uh, reviews and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, get a Google My Business tonight. Like, start that process. I think I did that so long ago. I think they mailed me like a coupon code. Just they still to, do that. Yeah, just to verify that the address you give them, if they're going to put it on Google, that's that really the business address. And then you'll get in the mail a code. You type it into Google, and it will it will authorize you and, and um, verify you. And so I told him get that started. And I said get a website. And so. Tell us, uh, I know you guys build websites with a understanding of the landscaping and lawn care business. So tell us the kind of starter website that you guys can actually create. And anybody listening right now, you could be in year six or seven. You don't have to be a rookie. You need a quality website. So tell us how you can um, bless our Green Industry Podcast listeners with a uh, website that converts to customers. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to see the proof in the pudding, you can go to our website at puremarketingteam.com and you can see some of the websites that we've built in the past. Uh, if you want to see how we handle social media and all that kind of stuff, just go look at Trifecta Landscaping on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we we build a website in, in that industry. Um, so we're going to start to get around, you know, the website depends on what you need and what your budget is. You know, we're not going to just build it to your budget, but we're going to build it to what you need. Sometimes it means you need to stretch a little bit. Sometimes it means that we're coming way under what you expected. Um, but base, you know, we have some special prices for the lawn care industry. And so that starts around 3,500 bucks, but that covers all the SEO getting your Google My Business page set up, getting all the automations done for you, building the contact forms that automatically go to your inbox, uh, making sure it's all cohesive and it represents your company well. You know, if you need a logo, we can design for that for you too. And we can put it in the website, build a photo gallery for you. Uh, and we can coach you through how to start building some reviews through your website. And so, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, just go to greenindustrypodcast.com, go to the resources page. You'll see our link there. Uh, it'll send you to a special page where you can get in contact with us and we'll take care of you. Yeah. So guys, we all need a quality website and uh, Mr. Producer will put that link in today's show notes, Chris. And it's a hyperlink. So all you got to do is click on that and then it'll take you to a little intake form and they fill that out. And then is that first consultation, is that free or is it three yep. easy payments of nine ninety nine? What is, what is it? <laughs> it? Yeah. Consultation is always free. You know, we want you to walk away with some good advice, even if you don't decide to go with us, because we want to see these businesses grow. The fun part about working in marketing for me is that we get to be a part of your team. Your goals are our goals. And so we custom cater every, uh, every client to what their goals are. And that's why we do a consultation and that's why it's free. Cause we want to make sure that we are pushing your website, pushing what you need to get done in that direction. And we're not fighting against you. So it's all, it's all custom. So the consultation is totally free. It usually takes about 30 minutes. Uh, that's usually either me or Alex, our owner. And we're just going to get a good idea for where you're at, for you know where your company is, where you want to go. Do you want to grow fast? Do you want to grow over time? Do you want to have just a simple business that you can run between you and one other guy? We can make all that happen for you. Yeah. And you use that word free. 
uh, Google My Business is free, guys, and it just takes mm -hmm. a little bit of intentionality. If you can't figure it out, Google, how do I get a Google My Business? It's super simple. And you that's free. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, Google, it's super simple. That just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of effort. You do that for free. But what you don't want to do is what I did is I don't have much skill at all in making a website. And so I was watching these commercials uh, for Wix would come up a lot and um, Squarespace and yeah. the commercials, the guy would just sit there and he'd be at his desk and he'd click a couple buttons and be playing. And then voila, it's a beautiful website. And I, I watched some tutorials and it was, again, it was so simple. I was like, Oh, okay. That looks great. You know what I mean? And then by the time I got done with it, and this has nothing to do with Wix or Squarespace, they, they're good companies. And I know people that use those and have phenomenal websites, but dumbbell junior over here, I couldn't figure it out, man. And it, and, and Mr. Producer, you know, and it, it was really, really cheap, but Mr. Producer's like, did a kindergartner make your website? And I was like, no, I made it. And he's like, <laughs> I could tell. And uh, that, that launched me on the trajectory of, of, uh, oh man, like two years of, of, uh, H E double hockey sticks. Cause I, I didn't do research on, on, a. A company I hired, uh, Chris, I didn't even look at their Google reviews. I didn't even, I don't know what I was thinking, but like you said, if you, if, if you guys are making websites, go look at your website, pure marketing website, go look at trifecta, look at your social media. If they're going to hire you, they better see what you've done for your own self. Cause you're going to, you know, you're going to do for yourself, um, the best work anyway. And if you're going to serve others, at least see what you did. You know what I'm saying? You guys did internally. I didn't do that. And I just blindly trusted these guys because they seemed like nice guys. And, and I overpaid and I got a raggedy website. It made, made me so mad. So yeah, um, we, go ahead. Another thing that happens too is a lot of times these companies will say like, yeah, it's only 300 bucks for your first month. And then it's 200 bucks a month after that. And you're like, oh, that's affordable compared to paying you know thousands of dollars at a time. The problem is you're basically leasing it with no end in sight. And so as soon as you stop paying it, they just turn it off. And that can really come back and pin you later because then they have your website on lockdown and then now you got to go build another one anyway. So we don't do that. We just do a simple deposit on the front end that gets you in the queue. We start building your website. We go through the review process with you. You know, we'll do a draft and you can say, I like this. I don't like that. And then when you're happy with it, you pay the, the rest of the balance and then it's yours. It's like buying nice. a used car, except it, well, it's brand new, but you know, you get the keys and you own it and it's done. You're not paying this monthly thing for, you know, weeks or years on end. You know, you can have a new website done and paid for in just a matter of weeks. So nice. we want to take care of you guys. We want to make sure that you guys aren't being, you know, linchpin to this, to this price and in this service that you don't. Yeah. yeah. Well guys, I hope that this has been helpful to you. I can't preach enough about building trust. And, and it used to be in the eighties and nineties, you know, just that your, your name was everything. And now uh, that stays true, but it's your online name means everything. Not just what, what they're saying on the, at the HOA, you know, at the swimming pool, the people in the community are saying, internally they're now talking virtually and it's so important that we are trustworthy all the way around offline online and having a lot of google reviews or in reviews on other platforms and having a solid website that is very clear it's so important guys i know we've been preaching this you preach this dr frank preaches this um we had a, a guest on the show recently, Jack, he preaches. It's like everywhere you go, this is becoming so popular. I'll end on this story. I was listening to Dave Ramsey today, Chris, 
And he was saying when the internet came out, he was skeptical. He was like, ah, I don't think, I think it's a fad. I don't think it's going to work out. And, and <laughs> uh, never gonna catch on. he was using the story. He's from Tennessee. And the guy's like, uh, yeah, it'll never catch on. And some hillbilly was like, you got that internet. And he's like, yeah, I got that internet. Cause they were on the fax machine. And, and we, he was joking about it now, but it's like, nowadays it's like, I'm still shocked of how people are not taking this serious, but by having no website and, and, um, and I'm not saying this, if you're in your first year or even second year and you have a uh, low amount of reviews, I forget um, the guy's name. Maybe, you know, his name in, in Texas, he got 40 Google reviews his first year. Um, he had a biblical name. <sighs> you know who I'm talking about? Uh, he has a, he has a, I'm sorry. Yeah, he has a biblical I name. Anyway, yeah, forgive me. I know your name. I just, I'm live on the air and I forget it at the moment. But it, the notes. Yeah, he, um, man, what's his name? But anyway, he, he got 40, I think it was 42 reviews in his first um, year. I, I can see his face. I just can't remember his name. Off That's top solid. Of my head. Yeah. So I was like, you can, if this guy can do it, maybe Ezra, maybe. I might maybe so. Ezra sounds, McCarthy. That sounds right. But anyway. Guys, if you're, you have to get, we have to take this serious, our social proof and our website. So I'm preaching to the choir, but um, it's just something important. So check out the hyperlink in today's show notes and uh, see if peer marketing can help you build your trust online. All righty, Chris. Well, I appreciate your time, man. I, I could keep talking about this all day, but my schedule is pop in today. All good, man. I appreciate the time to be on here. Absolutely, man. And guys, real quick, I wanted to say thank you so much to the ratings and reviews we received recently. Heatwave Landscape says, I currently own and operate a landscape business in Southern California, and I appreciate listening to your very informative podcast throughout the days. Thank you for helping the industry as you do. I'm hoping to start a podcast soon. Maybe we can chat. For sure, man, hit me up. True Land CEO says, this show, five stars, says the show has been become part of my morning routine and you'll definitely get and learn something new every day and apply it to your business or life. I even did a coaching call with Paul, which I highly recommend if you're trying to take your business to the next level. Thank you, True Land CEO. One more real quick, MC1019er, five-star review. I've recently added this podcast to my library. I have to say, I look forward to every episode. The stories from the guest and Paul's own experience provide far more than just business tips. Well, guys, we really appreciate the five stars, ratings, and reviews. We appreciate Chris and the team at Pure Marketing really helped to elevate the marketing, the website, the SEO for our businesses so you guys can get out there and crush it. Take the next step. Click on the link in today's show notes and get with the team at Pure Marketing and establish a strategy to get you a solid website and improve your digital footprint, really build that trust with your potential clients, your clients, your potential employees. You just want to be very trustworthy online. So click on the link in today's show notes. Tell them Paul Jamison from the Green Industry Podcast sent you, and they'll take good care of you. So guys, I got to roll out. If you live in Atlanta, you know about the traffic around this time of day. So I have to try to hopefully beat it. We'll see. But uh, nevertheless, if I get stuck in traffic, Mr. Producer, I got a bunch of good podcasts to listen to. So there you go. All right, guys, I got to roll out. Please smash that follow button and hope to catch you in the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.